Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. And I'm James J. Moyles. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Rachna Kadaki. They played the Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the. <laughs> Arachnikadaki is usually seen covered in sticky webbing, clinging to its abdomen or its offspring, known as rachnoid, which it controls using the flammable gas that builds up there. Rachnoids spit fire, capture prey, and support the Rachnikadaki's massive body. As their numbers dwindle, the beast will with the beast with hatch more. I think that means the beast will hatch more. Uh, at which point, it extremely da- it is extremely dangerous. That was me <laughs> failing to read. <laughs> Should have read it from the game, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed in a white gown, aimlessly she roams, queen without a crown. Her beloved children, always by her side, share their mother's temper and her fiery pride. Total side point, but wasn't there like a Star Fox enemy called the Brachnoid? And like oh yeah, I think the weird alien things from Star Fox Assault, yeah. I think they were the Rachnoid. You might be right. Yeah. I don't know Fuck why it, I remember that. There's another episode we can do to fill up some space for two episodes of Star Fox. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. <laughs> um, I am quite a big fan of Rachnikadaki as a as a new monster. Um, I think the weird kind of bug creature monsters from this from the series before. They've always been quite interesting. Um, things like uh, 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 bloody Nursilla and Celtus Queen, obviously Celtus by itself as well, all very interesting monsters. I feel. Yeah, the and two I think crabs Ra- as well were great. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and I feel like Rachnikadaki is a good continuation of that line. In, in I, that I think that one of new. the best things is that it's at least a bit of a threat for once, whereas so mm. often those bug monsters just aren't really threats like you know Celtus Queen was starting to move in that direction but still probably not as no Scylla could you know. mess you up if you weren't didn't go in prepared because like her big yeah, maybe. stuff could do huge damage and she had a lot of poison and paralysis and everything but even then probably still more of a mid-tier monster as opposed to she's like an know, early the... game wall she's not like a high rank yeah yeah mm-hmm. but see I remember Where's... having some trouble with her in 4 but Rachnikadaki, like you said, is is you know just before Elder Dragons in terms of the yep. threat level in this game. Is I am I remembering right that it's the first one you have to hunt after um, Magnamala? Yes, I think it's the next urgent right for the. Yes, I think after. you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I remember yeah. it being seeming like a... Because obviously you played a lot of the game before you can even meet one of these things. Then it was a pretty yeah. tough fight. And then it's a... I also remember I hunted it quite a lot because it was like the best armor I could make at that point. The um, I remember in the pre-release um, and the run-up to Rise coming out when we were getting the trailers dropping and things like that, and we saw like a flash of Ragnikadaki in the trailer, and there was a lot of thoughts of like, oh shit, Narcella's coming back. Um, and I think there was a bit of maybe an initial disappointment that we weren't getting Narcella, but once you actually fight Ragnikadaki in-game, that disappointment definitely fades away because as a fight in terms of what it does I think they've really nailed that that creepiness aspect that you see with Nursilla. Um like I've spoken about in past episodes of Nursilla's big kind of mandibles coming out when it when it yep. uh, when it jabs you with its poison it's kind of paralysis thing um, and that creepiness aspect is 100% present in the Ratnikadaki fight I think yeah, I guess it's always the case of, you know, you, people like to, to see the ones they love come back, but, uh, you know, I think a new monster is always quite exciting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think you know, if, if they definitely prove to be a good challenge, there's no real reason you'd complain. But, um, yeah, I don't think anyone would mind if uh, Nisilla did turn up on top, though. So, <laughs> always good to see your old favourites return. I think it's good for it with Sunbreak, I suppose. Yeah, and I would also say, I think... Um... Ragnarokadaki makes a bigger impression because in Rise and Iceborne, Rise and then, you know, World and Iceborne, there are so few monsters which aren't just Wyverns. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, this is, I think this is the only bug across both games as a large monster. Um, yeah, you're probably right. I can't think of anything else. I can't so think of anything else. Well. It's just so different. But yeah, I would love... Well, we, we know we're getting Cenotaur back, so I'd imagine we're getting Hermitor as well. I'd like to see... Sell, um, maybe Celtas or Narcilla come back too. I would be more expecting of Narcilla coming back. Celtas, the yeah, whole kind of fusion aspect is a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah I think we makes, won't really see Celtas again. Makes but... more sense earlier in the game too. Yeah. Then building to the Queen. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, um, Narcilla's just been in both the live action movie and Legends of the Guild. So it's kind of weird that it's not in any games at the moment. Mm. Yeah, but is that just because it's quite an iconic enough monster that you know, big spider? Or thing, is it just because it's a fucking scares. spider, so it's easy to make it into a movie yeah, monster? Because yeah, movies yeah. have done. Yeah. I was gonna say it's not iconic in itself, but you know, movies know how to no, write a big a spider, spider. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite easy to translate into. But even if you've never had any experience with monster before, you're like, oh fuck, big spider, that's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Which, to get back onto the Rakmikadaki, you can't really say about this one. It's got a real character of its own. It couldn't just be the spiders from, like, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because I guess it's, it's got the, the minion monsters, right? So it's, that's a big part of its character, is yeah. having those come and attack you on top of but its own stuff. Obviously, there's a lot of monsters which have little minions, but it, the way it, like, it gathers them up on its body and it, like pulls them in towards itself it really does feel like a mother and her babies which i think is a really really cool aspect of the fight like speaking about past bug monsters they've just you know been their own thing there's not been that element of their their offspring involved at all which when you think of spiders that is a big aspect of you know a, a spider <laughs> you know the, the the mother spider all the eggs and uh 
and the fact that that's so like I just said heavily incorporated into the fight like the the big egg sack on its back being both the most dangerous part of it to get hit by but also a very obvious weak point to hit as well um, there's a nice kind of risk reward element of that and that you want to be attacking that area but it's very easy then to get slammed and take a big chunk of damage as a result that's a really interesting point Jay but also you could say the head is quite a weak point as well and it does a lot of like the fire and stuff from the front so oh I'm... yeah I don't go anywhere near that shit I don't think it's a weak point though really like I found that maybe it's because of his clipping like the mandibles um, and I found yeah. he was getting a lot of grey numbers attacking If you come that in area. From, an, from an angle then you're going to hit the mandibles yeah which do which like you almost bounce off of so yeah. the he- the best time to hit the head is when you've knocked it over and it's like lying down. Yeah. And head stretched out, right? But if you want to attack it during the fight, you've got to be dead on face to face. So I guess like Lance people can get a lot of good hits in on the head because they can afford to park themselves right in front of the monster and hide behind a shield. And you've got the counter jabs as well. Yeah. 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 Whereas real men who play with weapons where you have to dodge, the head's mm-hmm. a bit more difficult. <laughs> the... Um... <laughs> Take that, all, <laughs> all you five Lance users in this game. <laughs> um, the, I think what makes Ratnikadaki, you know, again, well, we've spoken about the kind of the fact that it uses its offspring as a big degree, but it's also the fact that it uses fire to such a massive degree, whereas the other bug monsters um, that we've seen in the series so far have more been about physical or maybe poison to some degree, but this has actually got a proper element to the fight as well. Yeah, it, it makes it feel really different because the, I think the most like Nasilla can do as a ranged attack is spit some poison across the map, and it's That's very right. easy to dodge. Whereas this one does big old fire breaths, like arcs it around. I mean, Nasilla does do the big grab with its mandibles, right? Like those stretch out and like, they're more physical. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, not still, like it's still a physical element. attack. She's still hitting you with her own body. Oh right, okay, sorry. yeah, yeah. I see. Oh yeah, she she has got some range if she does that. But yeah, the um. Like fire makes makes it feel much more of a threat than a lot of the earlier the other bugs because I don't feel like any of the other games had a bug monster, particularly in the late game. Like Celtas mm, and Nasilla were kind of mid range, so. yeah. but yeah, I know there's that well, but... there's the one that none of us have fought the crab that wears the Laoshang Long skull. That's like really big. I guess that would come later in the game with like the Elder Dragons. I suppose Atlokar is the only one that you can oh, see. Oh, God, I've got Atlokar. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally a final boss, so... Yeah, yeah. But again, that's like... Yeah, that, 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 that's because it's a final boss. It's a different thing, right? Uh, like, you can't capture it. Yeah. Again, it is all physical as well, Atlokar. Like, yeah. like, using its... Like, it's just, it's just chucking big bits of metal around at you. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it swings things around on its webs. Mm-hmm. Which Arachnikadaki does a little bit, like it swings its own babies at you and stuff. I think it's most deadly attack, and this seems to happen if you get hit by the webs. It seems to immediately zero in on you to do this. It's where it'll propel its whole body at you with the web. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. come come at your arse first, and if you get hit by that, that's big damage. Big Which damage that's indeed. a move. Um, like you always see Spider Man doing basically every game and film. Where he puts one weapon. Chucking his arse at people. <laughs> there is the bit in um, Amazing Spider Man where Andrew Garfield jumps at the guy crotch first and shouts crotch. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. The bit when he's fighting the car the car robber at the start. 
He d- Hurricane Rana's him, but he shouts crotch and jumps at him and grabs him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have no recollection of this. Wow. It's one of those things. I remember the first time I saw the film being like, he can't have just shouted crotch, right? And I've watched it a million times. Like, yeah, he just shouts crotch and attacks a guy with his crotch. Well, when Rise comes to PC next year, then hopefully a modder will chuck in right like Gataki going arse when it flies at you. <laughs> I mean, this game obviously with the wire bugs, there had to be at least one spider monster, right? That you oh, webs totally. back against you. So I'm honestly I'm... kind of surprised we don't have Nasilla because she swings on the webs a lot more. So she mm-hmm. would have made a lot of senses. Like the wire. Well, hopefully. Bug. Hopefully uh, Sunbreak might bring that out for us, as we said. Yes. Again, kind of similar to Nacilla, um, one thing I really like about the Ratnikadaki fight is that, and this is the same with any monster that has this as an element, is it's a very, the breaks on this monster are very, very satisfying to pull mm. off. Like when you, when you shatter the kind of big egg sack and all the the little rachnoids go flying or when it kind of webs up its feet for I presume more traction and if you break a couple of them you get that's when you flip it on its back to get uh, like you said the easier easier hits on the head or what have you there um, it's just a very very satisfying fight when you get that kind of turning point in and get I the breaks in a lot of bug monsters have really satisfying breaks and I wonder if it's because like they're less squeamish about showing a bug get smashed to bits you would assume so, right? It's a much more normal fact of life than an yes. animal type thing. Yeah, like it. I never like if I like cut off a tail and the monster's limping stuff. I can feel a little bit of like, oh, that's kind of sad. Whereas, like when I'm smashing up a spider, I do not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, Starship Troopers, right? Just kill them all. Yeah. How are you two with spiders? I don't care about them at all. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoy having them in the house because they keep flies away. Oh, so neither of you are like arachnophobes at all? Nah. Not, not really. I did have a <laughs> slight traumatic episode when I was driving to work one day and I was um, there was a stretch road just doing 60, barrel along, and uh, opened the window a crack and there's a spider inside the car that I hadn't seen that just started going ballistic and just flying at me and like back and forth trying to stay in the Sorry, car. what? <laughs> I guess it was on a web and getting knocked about by the wind. Well, that's it. Yeah, it was hanging on a web. Oh, It wasn't launching an attack at you because I was in crunch. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> no, no. It was just stuck on the web, desperately trying to hang on for its life. <laughs> As I, and then I, I put the window back up for the poor little guy because... Uh, I didn't want to get a spider flung in my face while I was driving. Because I used to but, be like fully arachnophobic. Just like yeah. see if I saw one in a film, I'd like struggle to sleep that night because I'd be thinking about one being on me. Um, and I've basically accidentally cured myself because I go hiking all the time and just fucking have to deal with a lot of spiders. <laughs> so I, I still like the idea of one being on me. I'm not a big fan of. And if there's one in my house, I will usually try and take it outside because I. It's going to bother me that I can see it in the I mean, corner of my I eye. I mean, to be but... fair, I'm not going out of my way to get spiders on me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be thrilled about one crawling on me. I'd be like, mm, no, that's not really your space, is it? You can have the rest of the house. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm, I, and I'm not really a part of the house. Just just to clarify, listeners, Andy feels the same way about, like, dogs. 
Sure. <laughs> if a dog came up and nuzzled him, he would have the same reaction as if a spider crawled on him. He's like, no, no, that's not that's not for you, mate. Go away. <laughs> the origin of the day so um this one is based on like a whole bunch of different yokai but obviously the most obvious two there are two um very famous spider yokai the tsuchigumo and the jorogumo uh, which are also the names of real spiders so it's like the whole thing with kitsune foxes like if this spider lives long enough it becomes a big scary yokai um the jorogumo it disguises itself as a beautiful woman it's called like the entangling bride so that's where this one, obviously, it's got like the wedding dress theme with like the, the webs draped over it. And if you make the armor, it's like a wedding dress made of webs. Um, and then the Tsuchigumo is, um, there's a famous story where Samurai Minamoto no Yorimitsu was fighting it. And when he cut it open, thousands of babies the size of human babies came out and he had to kill those as well. Um, so obviously this one being like the pregnant Ouch. spider that attacks you with baby spiders. Um, and apparently, an uh, alternate name for the Tsuchigumo is uh, Yatsukadaki. So that's where the name comes from. Um, oh, sorry, no. Yatsukahaki is the name for the yokai. And Yatsukadaki is the Japanese name for Rachnakadaki. And then for the English name, they just add Rachna for, like, Arachnid. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but then it also, there's a yokai called the Roku Rokubi. Which is the woman whose neck stretches out really long. So she's got like a big snake neck with a head on the end. Um, and the Rakunakadaki, its head does that. It like unfolds like a freaking, like an action figure thing on like this hinge. So it has a big long neck with its head on the end. Uh, which I think is a deliberate reference. And then there's also a lot of Japanese ghost stories about Ubume. Which is like women who died in childbirth and they have like, you know, haunted babies and stuff. So I think it pulls all of these different yokai from spiders and wives and pregnant women and these sort of ghost stories and creates a really cool monster out of it. Sorry that Chinday wasn't listening. That's fine. Though. You do that every week with this part of the podcast. <laughs> no, I was... Jenny, there was listening. That part about the samurai and the, 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 the cut over the spine and there's human babies inside. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, fucking... it's baby spiders, but the size of human babies. Oh, okay. Still fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like less <laughs> gruesome. But I'll but... tell you what is terrifying. I'm reading on yokai.com about these spiders. And obviously it tells you about the real Joroguma, which I do see every day. They're the like yellow and black ones with like the red and yellow legs. Like the sculpture and stuff is based on them. Um, so you'll often see them on like a lamppost or something. They've got a big web and they just sit in the middle. And like they're kind of cool to look at, but they're real big. Like they're kind of scary. Apparently, they can grow big enough to eat small birds. Excellent. I do not want to see one of those fuckers. <laughs> no, I think at that point I would probably be getting uncomfortable. Yeah, like I think there's a line. <laughs> well, that that's oh, yeah. even in like fiction. That's the level of spider that really freaks me out. Is like big but still believable. Once you get to like Shelob and stuff. It doesn't set off my. It never set off my arachnophobia because it's just a monster at that point. But like um, something like the face hugger from Aliens is just mm. about believable spider sized, but too big, fucking scary. So that's what I'm not into. 
Are they poisonous? Um, I don't think so. I don't think there are many like particularly poisonous spiders in Japan. It's the fucking hornets you got to worry about. Mm. Do you remember when I first came here and I took that picture of me with the hornet and I was like right up next to it and you were freaking out? I don't remember that. I think I remember you specifically, Jay, being like, that picture gives me the fear. Because I was just like, I was squatting down to take a selfie with this hornet the size of my nose. (laughs) That sounds like something I would (laughs) say. Well, that's why I remember it being you, because it's such a Jay phrase. (laughs) And I do fucking despise Watson Hornets, so, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're much more what I'm concerned about because, you know, they will just fucking sting you. I got, I got stung loads in the UK, but I know to avoid them here because they could, like, you know, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas in the UK, you were like, ah, it's only a sting. I'll be with my life. He was out there fighting hornets. <laughs> I have punched a bee out of the sky before. Of course you have. Of course you have. But I've also stood in a wasp's nest wearing shorts. You fucking moron. No, I obviously yes, wasn't like going around stomping on it like Mario. I didn't know it was there. <laughs> sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, 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 yeah, sorry, I guess sorry, sorry, you're, sorry. you're right. Roll, I can't use the word obvious in that kind word. of sentence, yes. can I? <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like the sort of shit I... So next week we've got a, a license to thrill your ears. Please join us for Kushala Deora. Um, <laughs> the jokes are that good. I don't know if we do. Well, that really <laughs> took me back to old pre-Rise Monster Mashes because that's what you used to do every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get a poem this week. You get a nice little bit of nostalgia if you're nostalgic for that. Um, so yeah, join us for that one. But until then, where can we be found, Luke? You can find the podcast on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod, or also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you get podcasts, you can find us by searching Monster Mash Podcast. Make sure you give us a five-star rating, tell your friends who like Monster Turner to come and listen. Um, but, you know, just keep listening. We, we appreciate it. Um, and, you know, if you want to help keep this podcast online, maybe encourage me to do some other stuff, um, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. We can throw a dollar a month to hear episodes as soon as I'm done editing them. And, you know, if you feel like it, you can... Uh, you can support too, but also you can check out other podcasts that me and my pals create. And uh, get to the $100 a month and uh, Luke will start creating his Taylor Swift and Fun Fantasy podcasts. So look forward to that. There you go. Heard it here first. Also, big shout out to our number one super fan who uh, had to drop from supporting us on Patreon because of some life stuff. We still love you, man. I'm indifferent. <laughs> and, uh... Jay, what should they tweet person. at Andy Nine Nine this week? It's your fucking. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask Andy. <laughs> <laughs> ask me what to tweet at me. Yeah, Andy, what, what can they tweet at you this week? <laughs> fucking nothing. Fuck off. <laughs> there you go. Tweet Andy. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but until then, thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Let's go, as Chris Pratt will be saying soon. <laughs> I love the disdain in your voice. <laughs> to be fair, he's good in the Lego movie, so he might be great, but... 
I wasn't that into the Lego movie. I th- you are in a very small minority, bro. <laughs> I know. Like, I- like, like the But yeah, when I rewatched Casino Royale like two weeks ago, I was desperate to play poker afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be worse. You could be saying you were you were desperate to get whacked in the balls by <laughs> Mads Michael. The rope. Saturday night, mate. Every Saturday night. It's not a chair in my house. It doesn't have the bottom cut out. <laughs> Luke Summerhays' Luke Summerhays' house of cock and ball torture. <laughs> you know what I was fucking pissing myself laughing at the other week? There's a video on YouTube of the Wikipedia entry for cock and ball torture vocoded to the American National Anthem. <laughs> wow. Wait, sorry, does it, is it actually called cock and ball torture? Yeah, yeah. it's a kink. CBT. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> This podcast really is turning to two good boys today. <laughs> How did the, uh, the the psychology community feel about? I was about to say that you know I have done courses of CBT, but <laughs> not the genitalia based version. Well, they, they don't really mind because actually everyone who's professionally into psychology is also massively into cotton ball torture so yeah uh that's right cbt is not proper psychology so you could be a casual cbt trainer i reckon nah. yeah but no one is casually into cock and ball torture I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like that's pretty hardcore you start with a smack on the bum bum every now and then i'll, I'll dabble You know, most of the time we have missionary, but sometimes on a Sunday, cock and ball torture. <laughs> oh, hello, Rathalos. Is that what you and Rathium get up to? He didn't answer. <laughs> His silence speaks volumes. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's really annoying, isn't it? When you think about the stupid, useless things your brain remembers instead of things you actually want to remember. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love the ability just to remember people's names and things I'm, like that. I'm pretty decent at that. <laughs> oh no, I, I, like, I just avoid using names at any time. Just well, you you can do wrong. that so easily in the UK because everyone's been mate and chief and sport and power champ. Oh no, no, I, I just don't refer Bruv. to people. <laughs> I like, I, like bo- I like boss. Boss is a favourite. Oh, do you think I can get? Do, do you think I can get away with calling people mate? Because <laughs> I can't. Sorry, I forgot that you're fucking David Mitchell. So. <laughs> pal. Oh, he's more of a pal guy. I really want to see you call someone boss. <laughs> I want to see you call someone NTSC. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get it. It's obvious I'm there. More of a pal guy. Give him time, he may get it. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I did get it. I'm leaving all that silence in. <laughs> <laughs> None of us come across well. You took ages to get it, and I fucking made the joke. 
Was it? I don't think about fucking regions enough to worry. Because <laughs> it probably That's is more words. of a thing in my day, day life than yours. Yep. Well, it's never really been a big part of my life. The only thing I've ever missed out on due to region. Nope. The only thing I've ever missed out due to region is trauma team. And only buys British growing games, born in Britain, Look, made I've in Britain. Got, I've got a German copy of Chibi Robo. The only N64 games but he ever bought were Rareware. I've never and bought a DMA game because I'm not fucking scum. You're such a shiter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all know there's only one good N64 game. It's Paper Mario. There's no need for anything else. Pokemon Snap, mate. Mm, well, I mean, maybe that's alright. That's one I have never actually tried. But based on the Switch version, I think it's probably shit. The Switch version is fucking incredible. It's one of the worst games I've ever played. You're a moron. <laughs>